Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse DePlantis here. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. Got a great sermon entitled, Our Contribution to the World. I'm going to ask you a question. Are you shining? Are you shining for God? Your light is needed in this dark, sin-sick world. When you shine, the Father is glorified in the Son through you. Now, you think about that, because the only Jesus some people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me. So what are they seeing? I don't want them to see the picture of religion. I want them to see Christ, the hope of glory, Christ in you. So let's go to this wonderful sermon entitled, Our Contribution to the World. Watch it and be blessed. I'd like you to turn with me this morning to the book of Matthew, chapter 5. The book of Matthew, chapter 5. I want, to, I want to deal with something. And, and as you turn into Matthew chapter 5, you know, we should speak as inspired people. Yes. I've seen some sad, sick, and disgusted Christians. You know, they say, I just don't know I'm going to make it to heaven. And I want to say, I hope you don't. <laughs> isn't that a terrible thing to say? That's terrible, isn't it? I've been sad, sick, disgusted, all with, oh, God, what are we going to do with our Lord Jesus? Who wants somebody around you like that all, for eternity? You know what I'm saying? But when you understand the Lord, you, we should speak in inspire, as inspired people. There's something that should be coming out of us. Something that the world should see at all times, at any time, any given time, day or night. I want to talk, the title of this message this morning is Our Contribution to the World. What does Jesus want us to do? And I'm going to be reading out of, normally I read out of the Old King James. I'm going to be reading out of the New American Standard. Matthew chapter 5, I want to start reading with verse 13. Jesus says this to us, it's all in red. You are the salt of the earth. So all of us should be salty, which means we should be flavorful. See, no one to get around you, they say, there's something about that Christian, buddy. Ooh, flavorful, you know. You know, salt, really, it's good. too much of it can hurt you. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, but not when it comes to the gospel, you see. He says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, which means it can how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. Underline that in your Bible or your iPad if you can. You're the light of the world. So when you're feeling dark, turn on your hard light. You must have cut the switch off. Jesus said that about you. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. In other words, people ought to see you everywhere you go. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Now, this is where I want to get to, verse 16. It says, let your light so shine before men, or before people. Why? That they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So every time you do a good work, the Father's glorified in the Son. So you see that? Let me read that again. It's just such a blessing. He says, let your light so shine before people or before men that they may see your good works. You know, I've been persecuted and criticized because of the joy of the Lord and it, it, that's in my life. But I like to let my light shine everywhere I go. Watch this. Why? That they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. I want to talk about our contribution to the world. I want to deal with four different things concerning light, and, this, and I want you to save run. I want you to write this down, then save some room. Number one, light shines because its nature is to shine. So if you're not shining, something's wrong. 
I write that and then leave some room there. I'm going to talk about that. Light shines because its, its nature is to shine. Okay? Number two. Light is the only force that, that overcomes darkness. Light is the only force that overcomes darkness. So let's leave some room there. I'm going to be dealing with that. Let me start with number one again. Light shines because its nature is to shine. Number two, light is the only force that overcomes darkness. Number three, light is to shine because it is needed. Light is to shine because it's needed. Now leave some room on all these things then because I'm going to preach between these things. It's needed, you see. That's our contribution. That the only Jesus and people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me. See, your light's got to be shining. So light is to shine because it is needed. And now number four, let your light shine because of its magnifying power. Light magnifies things. The more light you have, the less glasses you use. Isn't that amazing? So those four things I want to deal with, I'm going to go over it again real quick. Number one, light shines because its nature is to shine. Number two, light is the only force that overcomes darkness. Number three, Light is to shine because it is needed. And number four, light, let your light shine because of its magnifying power. So I want to start with that number one. Light shines because its nature is to shine. So in other words, we ought to be shining all the time. Write this down if you're taking notes. A changed life must become, in turn, a life changer. A changed life. How many of you have had a changed life? You're born again. Then you should become a life changer. A changed life must become, in turn, a life changer. So in other words, when I get around people, I must change them. As if you heard me say thousands of times, the only Jesus and people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me. Why? Because God made us life changers. That's why we should speak as inspired people. You see, most of the time we speak about all the bad things in life. I, I, I don't doubt that 99% of the church of the day, somebody will get up and say, oh, I guess you've been having a rough time. And my God, you know, we don't know what we're going to do with all of that. But you know, if you just hang on, who want to hear all that kind of mess? That's not changing a life at all. See, that's not speaking as an inspired person. Why? That light is not shining at all. Let me say it again. A changed life must become in turn a life changer. So everyone that meets you is going to be changed if your light is shining. That's your contribution to them given to you by God Almighty that you are the light of the world. Write this down. When truth becomes a conviction, when truth becomes a conviction, it produces action and truth insists on reproducing itself. Let me say it again. When truth becomes a conviction, that, that's, not, that's not a bad thing. That, that, it makes you see what truth really is. It produces action. See? And truth insists on reproducing itself. That's why Jesus said, I, I am, I, he's not a truth or some truth, but the truth. It's fallen. Holly Kathy says something falling here. That's my microphone. It's a little bit. Look at this little thing, people. You ever seen something that little? Look at that crazy thing. Very, it's little, but it costs a lot of money, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, watch that. Let me say it again. Kathy notices everything. Like a monkey, she picks on me all the time. 
Praise God. She said, well, you got something in your tooth. You got that. I said, leave it in there. I might want it later. You know, something, I don't know. <laughs> when truth becomes a conviction, it produces action. And truth insists on reproducing itself. That's why Jesus reproduced himself through us. That's why he says lying is not a part of our life. Because he's not a truth or some truth. He is the truth. You've heard me say it. Many times, if Jesus is the way, you can't get lost. If he's the truth, you cannot be deceived. And if he's the life, the devil can't kill you. See, because it keeps re reproducing itself. You see what I'm saying? That's what it means by letting your light so shine. That's your contribution to the world. So when truth becomes a conveyor, what truth will you, uh, that you have come to know that you can now reproduce it to someone through the action of your words or the action of your life? So let me go again. A changed life must become, in turn, a life changer. When truth becomes a conviction, it produces action, and truth insists on reproducing itself. That's why I have a responsibility to always let my light shine. In church, out of church, wherever I am, day, night, 24-7. Has nothing to do with how I feel. Has to do with what's inside of me. You see, and I reproduce that. See, Jesus put his whole ministry into the hands of the 12 and went to heaven. He told them, go to Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the world. Then those 12, through Christ, put this ministry in our hands. Actually, I started all was the Father. He sent Christ so he could have Christians. You see, and out of Christians, we take this revelation of the gospel of God. That's our contribution to the world. That's why I like you staying healthy. That's why I want you wealthy. I want you blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. Why? Because if you go to heaven, God's blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. Blessed going in. Blessed going out. Everybody else is there. That's why I want you debt free because everybody in heaven is debt free. That's why everybody has a mansion in heaven and you should be living in a mansion on the earth. Somebody shout, somebody. That's letting your light so shine. It may bring persecution, but who cares? Percy ain't cute. The light gets so bright it'll blind them. You see what I'm saying? Write this down. Light is spread from person to person. It's kind of like a virus, but a good one. Light is spread from person to person. Why? In order to kindle the light of the gospel. Light is spread from person to person in order to kindle the light of the gospel. Think about that for a minute. That's the reason why we do what we do. I appreciate people that listen to what I say. I found that out. I, I came back from traveling and uh, Kathy said, you know what Brenda did? She didn't even know what I was going to say, glory to God. I said, what did Brenda do? She called, she got a hold of one of the elders of the church. Two of them, I think. And that was Rick and Christine. Now, we got a bunch more. And I had said something a while back. I said, my God, nothing wrong with Sister Pastor Kathy praying for you. That's not the issue. We believe in that. But the Bible said, if any sick among you, call the elders of the church. Amen. You don't know them, but all pray the prayer of faith. Not the prayer, well, we don't know, you know, he ain't got no light in this, but we're going to give it the best shot. No. Well, Brenda took that serious. Amen. So uh, when I got back, uh, they, uh, 
she came over to the office, uh, to the executive office over there, and I think uh, Rick and Christine prayed for her. Am I correct? Some kind of little something had come up and it began to dissolve on her. Am I correct, Brenda? Am I right now? Well, thank God she's listening. See, that's the word of the Lord. That's the word of the Lord. And I said, I just happened to be there when she was coming up. Well, I wasn't there. I was taping. I was doing a boardroom chat or something like that. I said, well, if she'll wait, you know, me and Kathy can pray for her. She said, she don't need that. No, she had the elders. She did the scriptural thing. See, now that's light. That's contribution. Do you see what I'm saying? So give Brenda a hand clap for doing that. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's a blessing. Light is spread from person to person in order to kindle the light of the gospel. See, why? Because light shines because its nature is to shine. Do you see what I'm saying? So to kindle that light of the gospel. So today I will spread my light. I will infect somebody with this light called Jesus. And I'm a, they're kind of bland, but I'm going to put a little salt on them. Mm, mm. She said, I'm a super spreader. Praise the Lord. I like that. That's even better. A super spreader. Put his super on my natural and spread it. Write this down. It is by union with Jesus. Not just knowing him, union with him. It is by union with Jesus that we partake of his illumination. We're letting our light so shine, the light of the world. It's by union with him, not just knowing him or believing him, but union, Christ in you, the hope of glory, that you share that illumination. There's so many people who say, oh, I just love to know what God looks like. Look at me. Look at you. He's got light, see. We share that illumination. See, because that's what light's nature is, to shine. See, are y'all enjoying this? It's your contribution. You'll have an opportunity to do it today. So let me go over that real quick. Light shines because its nature is to shine. Why? It changed life, must be, become in turn a life changer. Then I said, when truth becomes a conviction, I could write, preach an eye on each one of these points. When truth becomes a conviction, it produces action. And truth insists on reproducing itself. Light is spread from person to person in order to kindle the light of the gospel. So you got to be a super spreader. Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> super spreader. And then it is by union with Jesus that we partake of his illumination. I have a chapel in my home. I built a chapel. It's called God's room. Amen. You ought to see this. God. It looks like a little church. It's got pews in it that are over 250, 300 years old that I got out of Edinburgh, Scotland through a company. And I have the way of the cross all the way around the room. And I've got this beautiful cross with Jesus on and Mary and John look at huge. It's just, oh God, it's as, it's as big as that. On the wall. It's a gorgeous. I went in there and took Holy Communion. And I love the Jews so much. I said, I think I'm going to take another drink of your blood. So I got another one. <laughs> I doubled up on it. Prayed for you today. You'll never be a day without prayer. See what I'm saying? Why? That's illumination. I had my own little revival. So I went to the little pulpit. I got a pulpit. I preached to myself. I read Psalms 104 all the way through it. Good Lord, man, I was enjoying myself. Yes. It's great. And then the Lord began to speak to me. He said, thank you for building my room. 
I said, this is your, you like it? He said, I love it. I said, look around there. What do you think of this artwork? He said, I love it. I have a, a, my collection of old Bibles, some of them 200, 300 years old, that are on the tables. I, I'm a collector of artwork. And it's just wonderful. See, and what it is, is an illumination. It is by union with him, or union with Christ, with Jesus, that we, we partake of his illumination. Now let's deal with number two. Light is the only force that overcomes darkness. It's the only thing that gets rid of darkness. It's light. See, so anything that gets dark, we can get rid of by just illuminating the light, turning it up. Write this down. Light meets violence with gentleness. Falsehood with truth. Hate with love. Evil with good. You overcome evil with good. Look, light meets violence with gentleness. Falsehood with truth. Hate with love. Evil with good. Don't you think you ought to be illuminated? We can get rid of all of the violence if we, we meet it with gentleness. We can get rid of all the lies if we meet it with truth. We can get all this terrible hate if we speak about the love. And we can get rid of all evil with good. That's what God said. Because see, light is the only thing that overcomes darkness. You see, it overcomes darkness. Let your light shine. What color is light? I don't know. And neither do you. It's light. What color is darkness? I don't know. Because it's not black. Black's a color. Darkness is void of light. It's not a color at all. Do you see that? Black's a color. White's a color. But light doesn't have color. See? Darkness, it's void of light. That's why it's dark. That's why Satan is called the prince of darkness. Do you see that? Do you understand what I'm saying here? That's why he's easily recognized. Because he's void. Oh my God. And you are light. See, let me say it again. Light is the only force that overcomes darkness. Light meets violence with gentleness. Falsehood with truth. Hate with love. Evil with good. What's doing all of that? You. You're the light of the world. That's your contribution to the world. Write this down. The light in you will do battle because it's designed to show its might. It will do battle because it is designed to show its might. The world, the sun will go down tonight. It will be dark. But my God, if you got a light on your house, all that darkness on the top of your roof can't get inside your house. And it can be just one light. And the more light you put on, the more you push it out. See, that's what the light of God does, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to tell you something. It's wonderful to have the light of God. It makes you, and I love this statement, a super spreader for Jesus Christ. You're in a virus going to infect somebody with the love of God. That's our contribution to the world, that our light so shine. Remember, light is spread. Notice that. It is spread from person to person. I'll give you a prime example. Of that. You ever been with a been in, in a room and everybody just talk, and when a baby, a baby starts laughing real hard, it makes everybody just light up. Why? Because that's innocence at its best. See, that's how we kindle the light of the gospel. How do you do that? Remember that not, not, not Christ is not on you or around you. 
Christ in you, part of you, the hope of glory. Think about that. That's union. You and Jesus, union together. That's powerful. Listen, light is the only force that overcomes darkness. Your light will do battle if you let it. Your light does battle every night when it becomes night. It, it, it will show its might. Think about it when you go to bed tonight. All outside of darkness. You got one light in your house on, and it's keeping that darkness out. And the more light you put on it, less darkness. It'll just push it all out. Yet you go outside, it's way more darkness, but that light's more powerful. It's such a blessing. I have a question that came to me, and I'd like to answer this. This is from a man named Robert. He writes this. In Genesis chapter 11, the story of the Tower of Babel, in verse 7, when the Lord said, let us go down, and there confound their language, is us the Trinity. Let us, well, sure, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. They work in one accord, yet they separate in some areas. It's like you have a spirit housed in a soul, clothed in a body. You one person, but yet you three. Now, don't try to complicate that. Just accept it. And it's the power of the Lord Jesus Christ flowing in you. I know my spirit voice. I know my soulish voice, and you hear my physical voice. Do you understand what I'm saying? But if I stop talking, my soul's still talking. My spirit's just talking. Try it right now. Go ahead, do it. It'll work for you. It's such a blessing. Thank you, Robert, for that question. Kathy's coming right now with some glorious moments. Don't you like the name of that? Glorious moments. Those are the things you send in so we can testify about your great glory. Watch this. Welcome to Glorious Moments. I absolutely love to receive testimonies from friends and partners all over the earth and share them with you. I believe these will encourage you to believe God for your harvest. This first partner received a double raise. I want to give God all the praise and glory for something that has never happened to me in my life. I got a raise on my job. I'm very excited because I asked for a raise and this has never happened. Four months later, I got another raise in my pay, a double raise. I noticed it started when I planted my first seed into JDM. Glory to God. And the second one, the partners received a promotion and refund checks. My husband got a promotion at his job after we sowed into your ministry. Our daughter was healed of hep C and a blood clotting disease. Our finances are going to be getting out of debt soon. We received refund checks from some of our bills saying we had overpaid them. Thank you, Jesus. God gets all the glory. You know, God is so good. Now, this third one is, came from a partner that has money coming in. Says, I just wanted to testify that I have listened for years and read your books, but I had never considered what you taught about your seed, bringing forth a harvest and naming it and calling it forth. Anyhow, since I've been doing this, money has been coming in. And since they took my job, I definitely needed it. I thank God for you and your ministry. You know, Jesse and I are thankful to God for our wonderful partners that faithfully give generously to help us proclaim the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. They understand that God has called us to work together as a team to rescue the lost, heal the sick, and deliver the oppressed through television broadcasts, magazine, products, evangelistic meetings too. You know, together we are reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time. Thank you for watching and God bless. You see, heaven is wonderful. It's a big place. Then I heard this, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. The Lord walked out and these children ran up to him and began to sing praises to him. He said, go tell my people I'm coming. I brought you here to tell you, go tell them I'm coming. 
heaven, close encounters of the God kind, the testimony that has changed lives all around the world. Order yours today at JDM.org. You know, our September product offer is my book, Close Encounters of the God Kind. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't tell you how many times we've had to reprint this book. I mean, it's so, whoo, but it's, it's beyond human reason. It's about my supernatural trip to heaven, along with some of the most miraculous encounters I've experienced in my life. How do you get this? Go to JDM.org to get your copy today. This is the most sold book I've ever wrote. People love this thing. It just shakes them up. And you know, even though it happened to me, I, I, sometimes I just pick it up and read a chapter and it shakes me up again. I hope you can get it. Heaven, Close Encounters of the God Kind. Partners, what can I say? Your faithful financial support has been so wonderful in all these years. 47 years of preaching this gospel. And listen to this, never had a financial deficit. That's unheard of. I got to say this, and yet, yet my TV staff laugh when I say it. You know why? Because I trust you, and you trust me, and we both trust God. Thank you for being so kind. Nothing too small, nothing too big. We got some big projects going on right now. They cost a lot. Some are millions. One's a 20 million. And I'm telling you, it's just such a blessing of the Lord, but we're getting it done. And God is so good. Thank you, partners. Do something today and we'll get a soul saved. Kathy and I have been traveling all over the place these past few months. I mean, running. Whoo! The Lord said, go ye. We are doing it. I'm going to be in Bogota, Colombia next week. If you want to know more about that, go to JDM.org. Click on our meetings page and find out all the information. My God, it's just amazing. We, we did a European tour. We were running 90 to nothing. And the Lord, I said, boy, God, we're running 90 to nothing. He said, do 100 to nothing. I said, okay. Partners, I will not be lazy with your seed. I refuse to do that. You work too hard for your finances that you send to this ministry. And 100% of it goes in the world evangelism. I've been doing that from day one of this ministry. I mean that sincerely. I tell you, God's been so good. I have been rawly persecuted by the world, but you th does it look like it's bothering me? You know why? Because I know what I've done was right. And was that to take care of God's money and take care of yours. So send something today and I'll get somebody saved. I'll get them healed. I'll put joy in their life. I know how to get rid of depression with the joy of the Lord. Don't miss next week, part two of this message you're seeing called Our Contribution to the World. We love you. Thank you, partners. Bye-bye. I believe that God has placed within each one of us a deep desire to live a better life. Whether it's a life free from pain, fear, or lack of any kind, God wants to bring that to pass for you. In my book, You Are Designed for Glorious Living, you'll discover how to achieve the better life God has for you. You know, long before you took your first breath, God had designs on you for glorious living. You are designed for glorious living. Available at JDM.org. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Our partner offer this month is our contribution to the world. God says you are the light of the world. Is your light shining? Turn on your heart light. Look, a changed life must be a life changer. That's you. Now, to get this, you've got to go to JDM.org for all the ordering information. Because I'm going to tell you something, it's going to change your life, not some of the time, all the time. Do it today. What made Jesus what he was? He was transformed and transfigured. Now, I tell you, he got mad. He got angry without sin. Why didn't he sin? Too much light. 
No darkness could get in him. He never cut the light off. He said, when you see me, you see the Father. Do you understand? And then his robe was transfigured. That light began to come out of his actual physical flesh when it had blood in it.